0: I want to thank the Lord for all that he's doing in our lives. Amen. Last week I was at the other branch in Lynchburg and I thank the Lord for all that he's doing there and I know him and believe that everything also went well here as well by God's grace. Amen. 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 For the past few weeks now, we've been teaching on the message of the truth and um, I, was, I was commissioned to really speak about the truth in times of challenges. Before I go there, I wanted to take this time to just speak briefly about this word truth. And the title of today's message is really quite simple. Yeah, tell your neighbor, it's very simple. The truth of the matter is the rest of the sentence you completed yourself. The truth of the matter is this, and I hope that at the end of the day and at the end of today's word, you will be able to have your own response at the end. But the truth of the matter is, the truth is this, my brothers and sisters, where there is no truth, there is chaos. Just think through your own life and think through things of you encountered. Where there is no truth, countries fight, where there is no truth. Families are divided where there is no truth. Things are in, are in chaotic when there is no word Truth. And likewise, again, when we neglect truth, we experience a life that is truly empty. Now, these two statements are very important for us to reason through when it comes to why we need to understand this word. The truth. Because Jesus Christ said in his word that the truth shall what? Set you free. Meaning that the freedom that you are in desire of lies in the truth. So you need to know what this truth is about. What this truth, how it relates to your own personal life. How to walk with the truth. Because if the truth brings forth freedom, then wherever you find yourself no matter what may be chaotic because you walk with the truth because the truth is with you you are not bound to anything else you get my point because the truth brings us liberty hallelujah so where there is truth there is life where there is truth there is what freedom So it is essential for the child of God to understand what truth is and how to live in the truth. Amen. We want to take our main text from the book of the gospel of John chapter 4. John chapter 4 verses 21 to 24. And I read, Then Jesus said to her, this was when Jesus had encountered the Samaritan woman who had said that she had five, five husbands, and the Lord had revealed himself to this woman that he is the Savior. And Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming When we will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Verse 23. But the hour is coming. But the hour is coming. And now is. Whatever hour that has changed the past has now come. So the hour of the past has now been changed. But he say now is this hour. And what does this hour define that worship to be? It says, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. Hallelujah. But I'm not stopping there. I'm, I'm still going. For the father is seeking such to worship him. The father is what? Let me take my book with me. The father is what? The father, Jesus, the Lord, the son, the Holy Spirit. They are seeking for who? To worship. They are seeking for those who are going to worship him in spirit. Oh, no, come on, speak to me, church. In spirit. I want you to think about it. God is searching for a group of people or for a person that will worship him. But not just worship him anyway, anyhow, but will worship him in spirit and in what? Now, check this out. And he says, For the Father is seeking for such, for such to worship him. God is what? Spirit. Oh, please, read it Read it with me. God is what? Spirit. God is what? Spirit. And those who worship him must worship in what? Spirit. Those who worship him. Means that we woke up this morning and came here to worship God. Mm-hmm. We must worship him in what? Spirit. I want you to say this with me. We must worship him in what? Spirit spirit. We must worship him in what? Spirit spirit. Do you understand what that whole entire passage is about? You must worship him in Spirit. And in truth, meaning there is no other way to worship him. He used the word, you must. It is necessary. It is needed. It is of greater urgency to worship God in spirit and in what? Oh, I wish I had a chair that are willing to say this with me. In spirit and in truth. It didn't say you have a choice. worship but you must worship him in spirit and what truth i'm not going to go too much but i think it is important for me to really deal with the fact of these two components spirit and truth because you can't just say i'm worshiping god in spirit without worshiping god i cannot get a church you can't say, God, I'm worshiping God in the truth. Without worshiping God in what? So what is this spirit all about? I, I, wanted to, I took the definition from a very mighty man of God, Reverend Dick. Some years, you know, he served God for many years. And this is how he defines spirit. He says the spirit is the invisible part of man. That deals with the intellect, mind, and will. The spirit is the what? Invisible part of man that deals with the intellect, mind, and will. And that which gives him self-determination and makes him a free moral agent and a rational being. That is what the spirit is. I repeat it again. It is the invisible parts of man that deals with the intellect, mind, and will. Now, I want you to think about these things that I've just made mention of. Intellect, mind, and will. Where do you find yourself operating with intellect, mind, and will? When? Preaching man of God. When? When? You are consistently utilizing your intellect, consistently utilizing your mind, consistently moving by the will. You get my point? So these components are essential in your everyday life. So if God is saying that you must worship me in spirit and in truth, then it means that there is no time limit to your act of worship. You didn't get me here. It's not only Sunday is when you worship. It's not only when the pastor visits is when you worship. Worship happens day after day. Worship happens moment after moment. Worship happens hour after hour. You get my point here. God wants you to be a worshiper. He wants you to walk as a worshiper. And I'm going to explain very soon why this is essential when we are talking about the truth. So he says what? Worship. But we have to be careful here that he's not dealing with just any ordinary spirit. Can I get an amen here? Not just your natural spirit. Because once we were all not saved, we all had spirits. When we were not saved, we had intellect. When we were not saved, we had a mind. When we were not saved, we had a a will. So it's God saying that I want you to worship me with your own mind, with your own intellect, with your own will? Because if that will and that mind could not worship God, but that will and that mind and that will needed Jesus Christ, then that means that there is another spirit that you have to carry. There is another spirit that needs to work in you. Amen. So the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 20, 36, verses 27. Mm-hmm. This is what the word of the Lord says. He says, and I will put my spirit in you. within you. I will what? Put my, put my spirit within you. My, spirit within you. Mm-hmm. my brothers and sisters, it is essential to understand These components. He said, the true worshipper shall worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. So what, what, what spirit are you worshipping God with? His spirit that he has put in you. But you see, you don't become exposed to this spirit until you have decided to give the, your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior. Amen. The reason why salvation is, of, is because You cannot live life without encountering this salvation. Life of the truth has not yet been exposed to you if you have not been saved by grace. Yeah. Can I preach this to the church? So it's not like there is a, you know, the need is just coming to church and saying that you are a Christian. But you got to be a Christian that walks in the spirit. But what spirit? The spirit of the Lord. What did He say in Ezekiel thirty-six again? He says, "I will put my spirit within you, and be." And He says, "Will cause you to walk in my statutes, and be careful, and be carefully observe my ordinance." So the spirit has not been given to you. To say that I have the the spirit of the Lord upon me. I. Can I teach this here? But God is giving you his spirit. That you will be able to walk. In the ways of his word. What you could not do. When you walk in the word of God. You were able to do. Are you learning something here? So then what is this truth that I'm just talking about? What is this truth? John chapter 17. Take your Bible there please. Verses 17. Today I'll not preach long. You'll be fine. Hallelujah. I have my reason. You know. The Lord has been good to me. John seventeen, verse seventeen. The Word of the Lord says, "What?" Oh, let's all read the church. Oh, we have bass here. We can all read this. Oh, we have table here. Those who can sing in, you know, table and all that, author and all that, please. Sanctify what? Please. Let's take your time. Don't rush. Yeah, tell your neighbor, don't rush. Yeah, He's, the Lord is talking about me. Oh, no, say it. Say it to your neighbor. The Lord is talking about me. So don't rush. So let's read it again. Sanctify them, them through what? Sanctify them through that what? Truth. For that word is? Truth. So the truth we are speaking of is who? Is the word of God. Got it? The truth is what? The word of God. Oh, please get, get get involved in this teaching. I'm teaching this very quickly. The truth is what? The word of God. The truth is what? The word of God. Good. If the truth is the word of God, but it began with something else. Satisfy them through thy truth. Right? It means that we need the truth of God to be satisfied. And that certification comes through what? The Word of God. Amen. You get it? Yes. Oh, please, you get it. Yes. I wish I want to just do this as a Bible study so that we can teach this. Certify them through Thy truth. Thy Word is truth. How? And this is Jesus Christ when He was praying for His disciples. So you and I, He's praying for us, His disciples. He's asking the Father in heaven, sanctify them through thy word. For thy word is thy word. What is God saying here? What is Jesus Christ saying here? It is important for us to understand why you and I need to really hunger for the word of God. Why you and I, God is saying that, you see, you cannot worship him outside of these two things, spirit and truth. Why? Because that word, sanctify. Right? Sanctify. Let me just write, read exactly what I wrote here so you, you can understand. It says, it is the state of proper functioning. To sanctify someone or something is to set that person or thing apart for the use here, for the use intended by the designer or the owner. So basically, though the theologians have said, the things that have been certified are the things that I I, I used for the purpose of God's intent. So when God is saying certify, what God is saying here is this. Father, set them apart for them to be used for your God-given intention for them. Certify them means that they will live a life that is in accordance with your purpose. They will live a life that, is, that comes out of what your intention is for them. Through that truth. So for you to be able to live in the, in the very purpose of God. You have to find yourself in the truth. But the truth is also what? Am I teaching here? It's also what? The word. So it means that everything that is hidden concerning your destiny is in this word. When you fail to not love the word of God, when you fail not to embrace the word of God, when you fail not to trust the word of God, there is only one truth. Bottom line. There can never be two truths. Either somebody is lying somewhere or somebody is telling the truth somewhere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is only one truth. So God is saying that my word is the truth. So no matter what the doctors have said, no matter what somebody said about your life when you were young, they said you will not be anyone. You got to say, but the word says, I am the head and not the tail. The word says, the Lord has a plan for me, not plan of evil. Can I I teach this word here? Certify them. For the people of God need to be able to walk and live a life according to God's intention. Because he created you. So my life today, God has an intention for my life. God has a purpose for my life. And I need to live that life according to the intention of God. That is why you are sanctified. And not sanctified by anything else. You see, when you, the Bible talks about how we should not forsake the fellowship of the gathering of the saints. Why? One of these things. Because the more you are not going to church, the more you are not hearing the word of God, the more you are losing value in your own life. Hear me? You are losing what? Value. So if you sit there for somebody to sit on your value, I, am, I want to teach this. Cut your head. Break it in half. We open it. We see the brain. The brain matter. Yes. And we put the word there. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, there's always, God is good. If I had become a neurosurgeon, I would have cut people's head and then just put the word of God there, close it up and I said, the surgery is done. You see, this kind of person, all you see is the word of God. Hallelujah. But thank God I didn't do neurosurgery. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's why I had to do the surgery that I do, the belly. I need to feed you with the word of God. Amen. And I will feed you, uh, tell your neighbor, he's going to feed you, uh, add vows. You see, sometimes you should add vows when you are saying something, you know. He's feeding you, uh, so like, <sighs> you open your mouth, word. God says, Jesus Christ said, Satisfy them in thy truth. Hallelujah. There is something about this truth. I am come to an end very soon. Yeah. I'm come to an end very soon. I wanted us to look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 to 26. It says, Husbands, you may say to yourself, how how do i you know, Lord, how am I connecting to this? He said, you know, he says, husband, chapter, chapter 5, verses 26, 25 to 26. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for the church. You see, he didn't end there. Sometimes we end right there, but it's a mistake. Tell your neighbor, don't end there again. <laughs> that he might sanctify and cleanse her by the washing of water by the what? The word. God, his intention for the church is that this church shall be what? What? In the sanctifying grace of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. So, the truth matters. Tell your neighbor, the truth matters. Where this series is coming from, come from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 going. And the first component we are dealing with is the truth. It says that we put on what? The belt of truth. I. The belt of what? Oh, come on. Sometimes you can say the I with me. I. I. Put on what? The belt of truth. I put on what? Put on what? what? Put Put on what? I yeah 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 have you realized the power of God when we learn about Ephesians chapter 6 verses you know 10 going we learn that we are putting on the full armor of God so that we can be able to stand strong because we are fighting against principalities you can't tell me that there are no demons they are demons there are things that works against you. When your husband or your wife is sitting on your happiness, leave them alone. Pray against the demon that's working behind them. And you're always struggling with people. Why? My brother and sister, this is what I'm trying to teach you. He says, put on the belt of truth. The truth we are learning here, I said what? There is only what? One truth. And the truth is what will set us what? Free. Right? And I also said that this truth, he said that we shall be satisfied by what? Oh, help me out. We shall be satisfied by what? You are satisfied by the truth. And the truth is the word of God. Have you recognized that the first defense you have is the the word of God? It's the truth. So if the word of God is your belt, it's your first defense, then the question is, what can come against you? Because it says all things will pass away, but the word will remain. So if the belt of truth is around you, you see, let me explain some biology to you. In science, we learn one of the greatest values of human in your immune system is the skin. If your skin has a break, you are then more exposed to other diseases. But when your skin is intact, your skin is your first defense mechanism. You get my point? Yeah, I will teach you one day. We'll go to work together. Take me to work. I'll take you to work. And I'll teach you this. But it is important to understand your first defense is the word. You get my point? Now, if your first defense is the word, the word is not anywhere else, but where? Your waist. Why is that? As I'm ending, I want us to go to Psalm 16. Yeah, I'll continue the rest next time. When you catch me. Hallelujah. Psalm 16 verses 8 to 10. This is what the word of the Lord says. I have set the Lord always before me. I have what? Because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. David revealed something very profound here. I have set the Lord always before me. And I talked about always. God expects us to be in a place of worship. And the Lord is where? With David. On his way. Where? where? Okay. I want to help the church before I finish. Let me help. Have you ever gone to court before? Like get a speed ticket and go to court? Have you ever gone to court with an attorney? Do you realize something? That the attorney does not sit anywhere else But he sits on your right hand side Because he is the one that is defending you Jesus Christ is your defender Jesus Christ sits on your right hand side To defend you All the days of your life You have a right side next to you And that is Jesus Hallelujah On your right hand side if you are in the military, what is on your right hand side? Your weapon. There is something about your right hand side on your waist. The military they, they don't put their soldiers their, their their guns anywhere else, but their guns are on where their right hand side. When you see the police, look at where they have put their gun. Around their waist, on the right hand side, so that any moment. Of your life, if there is any movement that is not in alignment, he has access to his weapon. God is teaching us something here. Do you have access to his word? When you are faced with challenges, do you have him on your right hand side? Do you have them so that when you are when when the accuser is accusing you, you can speak the word. And it shall flee. God is always on my right hand side. And I want to finish reading what he said. The the psalmist says. Therefore my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices. My flesh always will rest in hope. For you will not leave me. My soul. In Shiloh. The place of destruction. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption? That is Jesus Christ. He says you will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. Simply what the Lord, um, um, David was saying here, God, he was, it was a prophetic word. You will not allow the Holy One to see corruption. Jesus Christ experienced death, but yet he resurrected. So if God did not allow Jesus Christ to see corruption, that if you carry the word with you, who is the word? Jesus. He says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forever. My brother and sister, the truth and the matter is that there is only one true God. The truth and the matter is this, that without Jesus, Who is the word of truth? There is chaos and emptiness. The truth and matter is you need to carry the word of God with you day after day. The truth and matter is this. The truth of God needs to be your testimony. The truth and matter is you need to pursue him with everything that is within you. Let your life pursue the truth for there is only one truth. No matter what you are going through, No matter what you are facing, there is one truth and that truth is the word of the living God. For that truth will set you free. May the Lord help you. May the Lord enable you. May the Lord equip you as you walk in the truth. If the truth be for me, what can be against me? I deserve nothing but the truth to be next to me. I deserve nothing but the truth of the Lord. The doctors can say, there is no repair for you. But the truth of the Lord will prevail. Your situation is not what you want it to look like. But the truth and matter is, the Lord has a purpose for me. That's why I titled this The Truth and Matter is You Have to Finish It With Your Own Testimony. Your testimony, walking with God. And the truth and the matter is, my Lord is my Redeemer. He is my uncle. May you please rise on your feet.